I'm Holly Coley Murchison, and you're listening to From Holly with Love. Today is Friday, March 31st, 2023, and I'm recording live here from my bedroom in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It is 11.43 p.m., and I promised myself I would get this edition out before midnight struck, so here we are. We're doing something a little bit new this go-round, so every month when I release an essay, I'll release it in written form and record a voiceover version for it. So here we go. Whew. Happy Equinox, y'all. It's been almost a full-term pregnancy since we last convened here, and though I'm not with child in a literal sense, I've been deep in the throes of the seemingly endless work that is reparenting oneself. When I wrote to us last June, I was amped that I'd figured out a new vision and direction for this newsletter, and I had a sense of how to steer toward it. Then I hit a wall. Hard. From Holly with Love was featured on Substack Discover, hundreds of new folks pulled up, and performance anxiety crept in with every new subscriber email notification. At the time of receiving the great news of being featured, there was so much coming undone in my personal life that I was too engulfed in the shame of not quote-unquote having it all together and the threat of being quote-unquote found out to enjoy it. Oftentimes, visibility kicks up this internal narrative that creates an instant pot-esque pressure, encouraging me to believe that if people are watching, or in this case, reading and listening, then I must be nothing short of excellent and unwavering in my faux perfection in order to be worthy of, well, existing. Behold, a recovering people-pleaser. It's a childhood practice that made its way into my adulting toolbox because it proved to be useful for my survival. But let's be honest, it's actually just a slower, more painful way to die by your own hands. Nine months ago, I had a really hard time naming that out loud to myself, so you know I cringed at the idea of being naked enough to name it plainly here. Grappling with that tension that comes with the desire to be seen and the vulnerability it requires... I opted for silence, and Homer Simpson into the bushes to process all the big, conflicting feelings and transitions I was in the thick of before attempting to write about them again here. I feel like what can often be missed in the conversation about being seen is that it requires you to see yourself too. It begs a willingness to bear witness to your own greatness and gifts and the cracks, bruises, and imperfections that exist in tandem. It then asks you to take it a step further and hold all the parts of you with grace and tenderness, especially when disdain feels a little more tempting. Throughout my hiatus, I've devoted time to a practice of liking, trusting, and loving myself in a way that centers my own pleasure so that I don't lose myself in the seduction of chasing external reverence. The summer and fall were a dizzying blur of highs, lows, and mundane middles that decorate the space in between witnessing my big brother marry the love of his life, photo shoots and interviews, relationship endings, and side note, we gotta talk about adult heartbreak more often because, sheesh, it's a damn doozy, y'all. But where was I? Uh, Surprise birthday parties, submitting promising but incomplete coursework for grad school, thank God for resits, sweet potato harvests at the homestead, seasonal depression, and a bunch more bursts of joy to transmute the sorrow. And the winter? Oh, it was a beautiful chrysalis. In the dark stillness of the season, I loved up on my people, 
let my guard down for them to love up on me and loved up on myself until I found and exercised the courage to be with the questions that had been tugging at me for some months before. And of course, I'm paraphrasing most of my answers here, but the first question was, who are you when you're not someone else's? I am a home that I and all that I am wish to return to. And you can check the footnotes for the journal reflection from Dr. Coley that I adapted that knowing from. The second question is, what genre are you committed to living out? Fantasy nonfiction. The third question is, are you willing to bet on yourself before you invite others to? And even if others don't? And to quote the great Harlem poet Mason Durrell Betha here, we don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down. And the fourth and final question, what's next for From Holly with Love? In my time away, there were mad moments where I dramatically considered shutting this whole operation down. But the truth is, I feel haunted when I don't write. Like languages trapped beneath the surface of my skin pleading to get out. When I strip away all the false narratives and get down to my core, I write because I want to. I need to. It feeds me. And I love it. And though sometimes the responsibility of how I choose to express these words feels terrifying, I'm still a writer, even when I'm afraid. I have lots more to say and share with you, and I'd love for you to stay a while and share with me too. This time around, I'd like to do that in a more sustainable way and at a slower pace. My vision for From Holly with Love Moving Forward is a participatory multimedia publication of practical stories, resources, and inspiration for becoming who you are and creating work you love. And that includes a few components. From Holly with Love, a monthly essay of musings and explorations on self-actualization, creative practice and process, and liberatory approaches to work, occasionally sprinkled with questions to help us get closer to the truth. And in lieu of the everything-in-one-place format the newsletter previously took on, I'm separating things out into two additional sections. Gifts for your growth. Those will be multimedia finds, products, resources, practices, and digital and in-real-life experiences to enrich your life. Those posts will come twice a month starting in April. And then there's Seven Bops, which used to be the weekly playlist, curated by me solely. It's now becoming a community-sourced playlist curated to move you through the week. So every Wednesday beginning April 5th, I'll curate a thread for submissions. From the bops that you submit and what I'm currently listening to, I'll curate a set of seven songs to share every Sunday starting April 9th. And for those of you who are willing, we'll also play around with the thread and chat features here on Substack so there's more space for us to get to know each other. So let's have some fun. Thank y'all so much for choosing to be here. It feels really, really good to be back. Love always, and talk to you soon. Holly.